Hey guys, it's Edge Martinez. They call me the voice of New York. And 50 years ago, hip hop started right here in New York City. And we're celebrating the five boroughs all year long. Check out nyctourism.com forward slash hip hop for cultural stories, events, interviews, and more. nyctourism.com forward slash hip hop. What's going on, everyone? This is the Isaiah McKenzie Show at Go Long with the help of uh, Brinks TV, making it look so nice here. Isaiah, what's happening, man? It's it's been it's been a couple of weeks since we did one of these. How's life? Yes, it's been a, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. Probably should have texted you back, but can't get to it. I you know I don't take offense, right? You know you guys are busy. That's it, fine. You got more important people to stay in touch with than than Tyler. So I. I it, it's perfectly fine. Just kick kick me down the the priority list. <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think uh, when we last did did an episode, it was uh, before Jacksonville, um, and you know, since then, one game went one direction, the other game went the other direction. What's uh, what's the state of the team right now? I mean, you guys just pounded the Jets forty five uh, seventeen. So is, is everything? A-OK here in uh, Western New York? Uh, I would say we even kill. Um, that's how it's been this whole season. That Jaguars game was kind of tough. It was tough. It was kind of tough to swallow. The Jets uh, came out to win, so it's kind of like even kill. But we said we still need to make – I feel like that game was like, okay, we got our rhythm back. You know what I'm saying? Now we got to go and, you know, beat the team's – that you know what I'm saying people say we probably gonna have a hard time but you know is it human nature I mean I think all of us on the outside when we look at the schedule you know you just kind of you write a W next to a game like Jacksonville a game like the Jets and you just kind of move right along I know you know your coaches are probably in your ears trying to get you guys not to think that way but is it human nature to go down there to Jacksonville and, and have that creep in your mind a little bit it is kind of human nature. It's like, okay, well, you go down, like you said, go down the schedule and you're like, we should win this game. We should win that game. You know what I'm saying? This will be a tough one. And we're at the same time, obviously, like you said, the coaches are in here like, hey, it's one game at a time. But this is NFL. I mean, this is NFL. Like like the other night, the, the Dolphins beat the Ravens. Like nobody was expecting that at all. You know what I'm saying? And so, I feel like when we lost uh, – who else lost that day? It was like not supposed to. Like, yo, this Sunday, I watched him beat uh, the Bucks. And I just feel like everybody, well, every team that was, you know, just blowing teams out the window or winning or supposed to win were losing. So it was kind of like that, that rough weekend for everybody. I mean, yeah, let's get inside that energy shift a little bit because – I mean, one of their veterans, Shaquille Griffin, right, kind of called you guys out, said it looked like you didn't care down there. Anything to that? 
was he onto something or or not? No, I just I just felt like it was it was on us. You know what I'm saying? We didn't bring the yeah. energy we were supposed to. We didn't. You know, it's it just like I guess like we hit a wall. That it's just like we hit a wall. Like you know, like it, it was weird. Like I said, every other team kind of hit that hit that thing. I mean, hit that wall as well. I mean, you don't want to be the team to hit that wall. You always want to win. We always want to win, but it just feel like. The energy wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Like we we turned the ball over. You know saying that's a big part of the game. You turn the ball over, you lose the game. And it kind of we kind of put kind of put ourselves in a hole when you know what I'm saying when we shouldn't have done that in the first place. We should have came out hot, you know, to start. But it is what it is, you know. You are right, though. I mean, you look across the league, and just about every team's had a game like that. It's yeah. It's gonna happen to everybody, and th- this season especially has just been a wacky year. So, I mean, that happens. I mean, it's nine to six to the Jags. Um, you get back to Buffalo. Who's speaking up? Like, who is it? Is it right after the game? Does somebody say something? Is it on the team flight home? Is it Monday? Is it Wednesday? Is there anybody behind the scenes that's kind of like maybe it's you? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> who, who's trying to get things things right and in, into the the New York game, New Jersey game, I should say. I just feel like I just feel like during that week, everybody was kind of like, you know, is this real? Like, how did this even happen? How do you even get in this situation? So why are we, why are we coming home to a loss? You know, like it's just it just felt. And don't get me wrong, Jacksonville, you know, they're an NFL team. They got players. They pay. They pay players to play, just like we play players to play. So it's just like they they, they weren't a bad team. They're a good team, you know what I'm saying? It's just like, like, we're the Buffalo Bills, you know? So it's just like, we, we have a standard, and not saying they don't have a standard, but we have a standard where, like, we want to go into every game with a win, you know what I'm saying? And that's kind of tough, you know, just like, so during the week, people were saying, you know, we need to do this better, we need to do that better, player meetings and stuff instead of coaches, just to get our energy up and stuff like that. So it kind of worked for this week. And we came out hot with the Jets. Those players-only meetings, they, they can go a long ways. So you had one of those uh, this past week. Yeah, we did. We did. On Friday, we had a players-only meeting. You know, saying guys got up, leaders got up and spoke about you know, how they feel and you know, saying why we do this. And, you know, we just got to get, get back on track, bring their energy and stuff like that. So it worked. But I don't think – I don't even think we needed that prep talk. I just felt like everybody knows – like, hey, we got to get our act together because, you know what I'm saying, we in this thing for, you know, one goal. You're right. I guess probably the best place to be as a team is when you uh, – n- nobody really needs to have the big rah-rah speech yeah. straight out of the movies, and you just kind of go out there and you kick some ass because, I don't know, it's not the movies, right? I mean, it's, we're, we're living yes. in reality here. But that, so I'm trying to think back, you know, to the Rex Ryan days when I, when I covered the team, you know, more regularly at the Buffalo news. And I can remember Booby Dixon telling me in 2015, like that year was crazy. There was drama every week. They were eight and eight up and down. You know, if Sean McDermott's like this, Rex is like this. And <laughs> Booby said they never had any players meetings, um, which it felt like they probably should have, you know, through craziness like that. Uh, so, I mean, it's probably a good sign if that's happening behind the scenes because, yeah, you guys are at a critical juncture right now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, every every game now is very critical at this point because you know it's, it's getting late in the season. Saying playoffs is right around the corner, and you want a good spot when it you know at the end of the at the end of the season. 
so I think it was um, maybe it might have been Matt Bovey, somebody who was uh, on the sideline watching your pregame noted that you were getting into guys' faces, right? Like just yelling in the <laughs> receiver's face mask. Is that, is that true? Well, Got to take us to that scene. Well, the, the the thing is, I mean, that's their first. That's probably somebody's first time seeing it. Every every game, I'm the one that talks to the receivers right before we go to uh, team, right before we go to team. So at these past three years, it's been me talking to the receivers every time, but nobody ever noticed that. But you know what I'm saying I probably because they can't see me or just like oh we're not looking at the receivers in in pregame. In pregame, I'm no I talk to the receivers right before we go out to to meet with the team. So I mean that's not my first time doing it. So it's it's new to everybody, but I've been doing it for the past two three years. <laughs> that but that passionate too. I mean with that kind of energy. Yeah, every time, every time it doesn't matter. Yeah. You know I'm, I'm pretty sure if you go back and watch the pregame, it's it's me. <laughs> what are you saying? Like what, what is it? Uh, you know, not suited for work kind of stuff here. Is it pretty? Uh, uh, pretty I mean, the words are probably inappropriate or whatever but it's 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 it's, i would say it's what i don't know it's just like (laughs) the 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 cursing or whatnot it's that goes with it but we're i'm talking about the game i'm talking about us what we need to get done what we need to do because we're one of the strong suits on the team as receivers because obviously we pass the ball but other than that i'm just telling them like hey we just basically we gotta do our jobs. I mean, not in that, not in that way. But I'm saying it in a different way. But basically, gotta do our jobs. We gotta do what we need to do. Let's come up with this win. Let's, you know, what I'm saying, show them who the best group is out on the field and stuff like that. So, well, we're not at we're not at Misters and Easter are alive, you know, with little kids in front of us. So, you know, it can not need to hold back on on whatever's said out there. It's fine. It's, I always feel feel for that because we've got we've gone down some pretty dark roads at times there live and. uh you know, hey, you know what? Earmuffs. Just just know what you're getting into, I suppose. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's break it down. So it was nice to get the ball, I'd imagine. Right. I'm guessing right. Brian Dayball's a loyal listener to the Isaiah McKenzie show. Not at all. Not at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> he's not. He hasn't been tuning in. <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, he gave, yeah, we, I, I, he was trying to get everybody involved. And it was it was pretty cool. You know, Gabe, you know, had three catches for 100. 100 plus yards, Diggs went off, you know, B's barely played, you know what I'm saying? He was still trying to rest him up, you know, through his little injury and stuff, stuff like that. So everybody got involved. Matt Breida had a good game, you know. So, I mean, it's, say this is this is what we needed. You know what I'm saying? Everybody get a little touch, everybody get in the end zone. They, you know, just, you know, hash things out. Josh had a great game throwing the ball. So just had to get back on track. So 17-3. Uh, first and goal from the eight. We've seen the the jet motion quite a bit mm-hmm. out of you uh, this this season. Usually, it's you know you're a decoy out there, kind of running around, just trying to take somebody out of the play. You get the ball this time. T- mm-hmm. Take us through that. I mean, we see the touchdown, but you know, out there on the field, um, that was really the turning point. I mean, that you guys just turned it into a route after that score. Um, oh, I just I guess we just brought the the old tricks back. You know what I'm saying with jet. The jet sweeps and stuff like that. You know, what I'm saying? I, I get on well during the week. I'd be like, "Yeah, we haven't called this. We haven't called a jet sweep in a while." And I'm always playing with them. I'm like, "Hey, in the red zone, all you gotta do is just give me the ball. I get around the corner and we score every time." 
it's, it's, it's that easy. But they don't they don't want that, you know. They want they don't want that. So we kind of like, uh, but yeah. So that game they called it. You know, saying he had the big run with the reverse, and then right away they was like, hey, it's called a jet sweep. So we just called it, got around the corner, and scored. It was it wasn't not, nothing too crazy. Right, it wasn't too wasn't too flashy, but that's like that's the point, right? Like you're the fastest yeah. guy on the field. Just put it in your hands and go. Yeah, well, that's that's kind of that's easy to say, you know what I'm saying? But like, <laughs> like we don't want it to be that easy. You know what I'm saying? It's just like with the Chiefs. I'm pretty sure the Chiefs can just toss how you hit a ball and it's just like, hey, get around the corner, and they score every time, and especially in the red zone. But a lot of the you know coaches want to, you know what I'm saying, coach. Well, there's timing to it. Like you've got to be, it's almost like catching a baton and a four by one. It seems where you've got to be at a pretty good velocity mm-hmm. when you get the ball from Josh Allen to turn that corner. Like you can't really be slowing down. You've got to be going fast yeah. and then boom, you hit the corner and you're off. Right. Like mm-hmm. there is maybe it is a little more complicated than it looks to well, us. I wouldn't say it's that complicated. You just got to find a fast guy and say, Hey, run motion he's gonna give you the ball and then you just run around the corner you just run the ball basically it's 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 easier done than said <laughs> cj mosley right you just have to beat him to the corner linebacker yeah, be, you're gonna beat him to the corner yeah so beat him to the corner you score you don't beat him to the corner you get tackled and then you get rid of the sideline and they laugh at you like how'd you get caught <laughs> did you you probably played him in college right mosley in the uh sec where did he go to school? At Alabama. Alabama. No, no, no. I didn't. Actually, I didn't. You didn't? Okay. No. 26-yard punt return, right? You've been, you know, cracking a big return every week, it seems. Gosh, where's your uh where's your confidence level right now in the return game? Something that wasn't there, like we've talked about a few years back. You're just in a in a good place right now, it seems. Yeah. Um, I would say I'm just trying to take a kick at a time, you know, you know what I'm saying? So I'm pretty sure like some, some, some people will try to keep the ball away from me or give me a chance, stuff like that. So I'm just taking a kick at a time. You know what I'm saying? I just, that return I had was pretty good. Not get a penalty. Actually they threw a penalty on that play, on that return. And I was kind of, well, I was holding my head down because I was saying I should have scored, but then I saw a flag and I'm like, Oh my God. I'm like, dang. But then they, they waved it off, so I was like, okay, we got it, we good. But um, it was, you know, what I'm saying, it gave it gave me gave my confidence a, a even a, a, another boost. You know, what I'm saying like, hey, yeah. this is possible. Like, I can I can probably score every time I touch this ball if I get a little bit of room. <laughs> really, is that how you feel right now? Like, if you've just got a crevice, you well, can go to the house. I've always felt that way because I, I just feel like I'm fast enough to do it. And I also, I mean, I just feel like I have the vision, the speed, and, you know, the tangibles to make it happen. I just need a little bit of room. You know what I'm saying? I, I, like, but now I'm getting comfortable. Like, I, in the beginning, I wasn't really a kick return guy. You know what I'm saying? I wasn't really, uh, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to just make your mind up to, hey, run this way, run that way, and hope the hole is open. I'm saying you got to kind of follow directions on kick return, and at this point it's like now I'm just like I'm gonna just hit it, and whatever happens happens. So I'm getting used to that. I'm saying it's it's been paying off. Part return is kind of my deal. I catch the ball in space and go wherever I want. But now I just feel like I'm getting comfortable with both, and I'm saying I'm just making the best of my opportunities when I get the chance. 
man, and God, you, I, we we touched on it briefly. You looked up to Devin Hester growing up down there in South Florida too, right? I mean, there's times out there where you you do kind of seem like Hester out there with the way you're seeing those returns open up. Yeah, I, I, it's, it is kind of it is kind of hard because like you know you got guys in front of you, but I would say my my key return my key return unit and my partner return unit they do a they do a great job as well. You know what I'm saying they block in. I mean, I get to see leverage and I get to see the holes, you know, and things like that. But other than that, all I'm thinking, hey, get north and south. Well, just get north and just, you know, just right. Everybody, it. everybody says north and south. You don't actually want to go south. You know, you don't want to go south. Just get north and then whatever happens after that, it happens. But you know what I'm saying? It's been working out for me this, you know, these past few weeks. You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to just keep just hitting it and whatever happens, happens scary though at the end of the game i mean you guys are killing the jets and you're out there and god oh yeah you were holding that leg and it didn't look good there for a second isaiah well i was over there fighting to get a second touchdown like i'm like i'm fighting and then i get rolled up on you know what i'm saying and spencer brown you know what i'm saying he's he's a beast you know what i'm saying he's always like giving great effort and he kind of well he was kind of trying to push the guy off me <laughs> and help me out but um I kind of got rolled up on by the, you know, by the defender and stuff like that. And then Spencer Brown rolled up on me. I'm like, oh, that kind of hurt. I haven't twisted my ankle in a while. So it was kind of like a little, not a scare, but just like, damn, I twisted my ankle. It's going to be like a, not like a long injury, but like I'm in pain right at the moment. Well, at that moment I was in pain, so. I mean, you returned to the game. Was it just a, yeah. just a turn of the ankle? You're you're good good to go? Yeah, just ankle sprain. You know what I'm just a little ankle sprain. No, and I can't handle. Got to, got to have good wheels, though. That's for sure, yeah, yeah. man. That's uh, that's where the money's made, baby, with those with those ankles. So, correct. Uh, ice on, ice off, all that good stuff. I'd imagine. Right. I think a lot of maybe the biggest takeaway, though, um, for a lot of people from this game, and it's become it's become a theme on this show, right? We we kind of have a lot of fun talking about uh, your relationship with with McDermott, your head coach. Oh yeah. <laughs> you know it's uh how he, how he was a little different than, than urban meyer and all that all that fun from a couple <laughs> weeks ago yeah uh but gosh he, you know I, i'll just pull it up if, if people missed it he was asked um about you know your impact on the team your maturation all that he said quote you look at how far he has come as a person he's always been a good person but how far he's come in his maturity and how he's developed off the field and then how he's developed on the field i'm just extremely proud of him i really am he loved when you see a person like that have success, he's part of the reason why we are who we are. He hasn't come from much, but he's offered so much to our football team. Um, yeah, and I, what was your uh, reaction, you know, when you hear your your boss well, say something like I, that? I had, a lot of people, I had a lot of people send it to me, and I'm like, where did this come from? You know what I'm saying? He's just, he was just playing the Jets. Like, it wasn't <laughs> – but I guess he got that question, and then, you know, he, he spoke highly of me, and, you know what I'm saying, I – I appreciate him for that and all that, but you know, at the same time, you know, what I'm saying I've been around for a while and I've grown. He's he's coached me up a lot. You know, saying he's done everything he can you know, to put me in this, put me in the best situations. You know, what I'm saying it starts with him. You know, what I'm saying without him, there's no me. I, I say I can't say that, but without him, and you know, these past few years, few years coaching me up and you know, teaching me things and me just watching him and learning from him, then there's no me, there's no me growing. And I said, I think I said at the beginning of the season, you know what I'm saying? I've grown 
from 2018 till now. You know what I'm saying? I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, I've improved on the field and off the field, you know, as a person, I mean, as a player and as a, you know, as a man. So he's done a lot of great things for me, you know, mentally and physically. Yeah, where do you think you've grown, you know, in your words? Where do you think uh, – or what do you think he's he's talking about in terms of uh, your evolution as a person? Um, <laughs> uh, I would say just um, being more of a leader. You know what I'm saying? Just being more of a, a leader. Because I am vocal. I am vocal, but I just talk a lot of, talk a lot of crap, you know, instead of just, you know, trying to – you know, instill in, you know, the young guys and, you know, give my two, you know, two cents on, you know, what I know about the game and just learning the game and all that stuff. So I just feel like just being more of a leader, not saying I wasn't a leader before, but just being more of a leader, using my words uh, the right way and not the wrong way. Um, um, off the field, I mean, I, I wouldn't say anything off the field, but I just feel like off the field as a, as a, person just handling what I need to handle off the field mentally or physically just and just coming to work every day to just you know do what I can do my job every day and just make the right decisions I mean there is there is a value to uh to the trash talk definitely right keeping things fun keeping things light Mm. looks like you and Micah Hyde are still going at it he was uh sniping again at this press conference last week (laughs) But, I mean, there is a – I would think, like, it's it's important for a team. It's a long season when you really think about it. I mean, you guys report – and I mean, aside from OTAs and minicamp, you, you take the month off, then late July. From late July through February, you hope. I mean, day in and day out, you're going to one Bills drive. You're punching in. You're punching – it can, it can be a slog, right? Yeah. So, I mean, maybe being that, that voice behind the scenes that just injects people with – life injects people with energy at least from the outside looking in it seems like maybe that's your leadership role with this with this team i mean is that a yeah. correct assessment i mean because it, it'd yeah, be yeah. easy to check out through a season and it's long correct yeah i mean just being a locker room guy you know what i'm saying just lightening moods you know given i just feel like like you said it's a long season you know what i'm saying things can get you know rough at times obviously for us it was we had a little rough patch with the Jaguars. You know what I'm saying? And then, you know what I'm saying? Even the week before when we played the Dolphins, when we won, it was just like Micah said that we were in the shower and Micah Howe was like, hey, it don't even feel like we won. We're, everybody's quiet and all that. But it did feel that way. And then we came against the Jags and, we, you know, we lost. And it, it felt like it felt worse. We get It felt like we were getting worse. Like I said, we, it felt like we were hitting a wall. And the thing is, I, I would say – I didn't have to say too much because I felt like guys knew like they need to, you know, get the, you know, get their stuff together. And, you know, me, myself, I just wanted to come in every day. Like, Hey, I'm, I want to, in my mind, I want to keep working. I want to keep doing that. I want to keep, you know, giving good field position, you know, you know, keep the receivers up. And I felt like that was, that's, that was my job. You know what I'm saying keep everybody up, yeah. but I also take care of my, you know, take care of my, you know, my job as well. So, but yeah, because it's, it's a, a game played by humans. You yeah. know, it's a game yeah. played by human beings. It's not, it's not played on a Microsoft Excel spreadsheet. <laughs> yeah, you know, punching yeah. numbers in. It's that stuff matters. Like just, just being excited, just get, getting that energy up. Because I mean, you could see it in that Jacksonville game. It wasn't there. 
And it was there against the Jets. And by God, you're going to need it, you know, against Indy, against the Patriots. The schedule's going to get a lot tougher here now. Yes, you get getting real tough, real tough. And then Sean, also, I mean, we've and we've touched on this a little bit, you know, here and there, but like your your roots, your upbringing, and he, I think he even said like you guys should look into it. The, the stuff you've been through, you know, whether it's seeing the the dead body at your doorstep, all of that in Miami Gardens, and we touched on it a little bit there at Misters, but I think there were a lot of kids around, so we didn't go too far down that road. <laughs> Is that what he's getting at? You know, that perspective that you're not necessarily you know, going to see in Orchard Park, New York, and ha- having that on a roster? Well, in the beginning of the season, it was uh, – I don't even know what weekend it is. It was one, one – I, th- I might have been a, before the Steelers game. We were doing like a walkthrough, and I, I was standing by – I was standing by Coach McDermott, and we were just having a conversation. And he started asking me about, you know what I'm saying, my, you know, my upbringing and all that stuff. And he kind of had a – he kind of – I guess he did some research or he did, he was, he was, you know, learning about me and whatnot. And he started asking me questions about, you know, my upbringing. And I started, and I was like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? And I started like, How do you know that. And I started saying, he started asking me like, you know, you know, what about this? What about that in your life? And I started telling them and he kind of already had an idea. He was just trying to get it from me. But, um, yeah, I mean, he said, he said, he said, you know, I don't come from much. I didn't come from much, but I bring a lot to the team. And I guess, you know what I'm saying, I, I I put it this way, like, you know, no matter where you come from or what you, how small you are or, you know, what small school you go to, what your upbringing was like, stuff like you always, you always can bring something to the table. You know what I'm saying? And I'm happy that I can bring something to this Bills team. You know what I'm saying? Whether it's me talking crap to get the energy up, me being a leader, me giving good field position on the field or me just, you know what I'm saying, talking to certain guys, you know, that need help or that just, you know, not feeling happy. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know what I'm saying, my upbringing doesn't, doesn't have to affect how I treat other people or, you know, how I play the game of football, you know? So that's how I look at it. So when I come in the building every day, I just kind of like, hey, this is because I was raised, not raised, but just because I came up, you know, rough doesn't mean I have to be rough or act tough or, you know what I'm saying, being a hard guy. I mean, I can soften the mood. So that's what I you know, usually do. What do you think would be most jarring to people, Isaiah? I mean, we, we've talked about that stuff at the doorstep. We've talked about the cockroaches, you know, the fact that you've got <laughs> siblings all jammed into your room, um, you know, the struggles with the grades, maybe getting a whooping or two from your mom after, of course, after that one memorable prank. Oh, yeah. uh, what what else do you think is would be most jarring to people like that that you come from? Uh, Ooh, we, uh, it's tough, tough. Um, uh, I've told this story to to probably about a handful of people. I've never, I've never really wanted. It doesn't. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter. But I would say, I was, I was grazed by a bullet once. Grazed by a bullet? Yeah, on my arm. So on my arm, I have like a, a scar. But yeah, I had, I did something I wasn't supposed to do. Well, I, I mean, I didn't, nobody was around when I did it. I stole something. 
it was sitting, it was sitting there. It was sitting on a corner. It was a money. And I was coming from the basketball court, walking across the grass. I was coming from the basketball court and I grabbed I grabbed it, I picked it up and I ran. Nobody was around. And all I can hear was loud noises and stuff flying past me. It was like flies flying past me. And I'm like, and I'm running, I'm crying, and I got grazed. But I didn't realize I got grazed until I fell asleep and I woke up. <laughs> and I was in so much pain. So I had to go to the hospital that night. I had to go to the hospital that night. And I got, I, ended up, I, was, I was in a cast. I was like, and I'm a kid, so I'm like, yeah, I want a cast. But I'm like, a cast for grace? <laughs> so I don't know what that, what that was about, but... I mean, you growing up, when you growing up, where I grew up, it's just like, whatever you can get, take. So they probably was giving me a cash, but I probably just needed it, like, you know what I'm saying? Probably because I had, like, no medical. <laughs> but, yeah. Holy hell, man. I mean, I, I getting grazed by a bullet, so it just kind of, like, like what, just skidded off your skin? Like, you, it literally it was yeah. that close to puncturing you? It yeah. didn't? Go inside yeah. of your yeah. I was running. I was crying. I didn't realize it until I got I got upstairs. I went in the room. I laid down. I went to sleep. Like I was, I knocked out. Then I woke up, and my arm was hurting. My grandma was standing over me, and they were like, she had just got back from the laundry mat, and everybody. Like I didn't, I, I didn't know what was really going on, and everybody was like, "Oh, you heard, you know, shots earlier. You heard the loud noise. Where were you?" And I look at my arm, whatever, and I'm like, "What happened to my arm?" <laughs> like nobody was like, "What happened to my arm?" I'm sitting there like, because my adrenaline was gone, so I kind of like, "What happened to my arm?" And yeah, and my and my grandma was like, she kind of put two and two together, like you were in that so yeah. yeah was it like bloody and stuff yeah it was bloody it was, it was bloody but you got grazed and like like it kind of hurt like i couldn't move my arm like i was like yeah like but at the same time i mean it is what it is i, I don't jeez I, I don't think i ever told that story before this is my first time how old were you i, I was i was 12 13 no, I was yeah, I was like eleven to twelve, eleven to twelve. It's my I've only told that story for like a handful of people. Oh man, we appreciate it. I mean, that's a perspective that would matter, you know, in any walk of life. Like, do you, do you, I would think you'd want to find out who the hell shot you, right? Like, do you ever find out? Care to find out? No, no, no. You just just happy to escape, live. Yep, yep. You gotta, you gotta. Hey, when you can, when you can leave it alone, leave it alone. That's if I, I don't, I'm have to, I'm fine with not figuring out who did what, the name, the person. Hey, man, did you do almost like see like life flash across your eyes? Like, and I'm, I know you're young, but you know, I know some people had that experience where you know a near death experience where they that adrenaline's pumping, like you said, and boom cross your eyes like you can just see your life flash across your eyes and, and and it can just happen like that and in that moment give you a perspective 
I know you were young, but did, was it something like that? Um, I don't know. I, when when I was running, there was like nothing was going through my mind. I was woohoo crying. I was running, ran as fast as I could, got upstairs, went in the house. Obviously, I dropped the money. The money was dropped. <laughs> <laughs> it was dropped. <laughs> but like, yeah, like that was that was kind of tough. But like, I didn't look. I looked at it as like. I don't know. I could have died. Once I woke up, I looked at it. Oh, damn, I could have died. Yeah. But being, but where I grew up, nah, everybody takes it different. Like I, after that, I went outside. I went outside and like played, you know what I'm saying? Played around, did it like live my long life. Like I, I didn't look at it as like anything else. You're right though. Like here in Western New York, it's, you know, people are going to hear that and their jaws are going to drop. But growing up in South Florida, depending on the neighborhood you're in, it, it might be pretty common. Like, like you, you know, you probably, like you said, you have, you have friends that weren't so lucky that bullets, you know, a, a millimeter the wrong direction and their life changes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just different down there, right? It's just, <laughs> you kind of get used to it. I mean, I imagine you get numb to it almost. Yeah, at that point. I mean, well, when I got older, yeah, it kind of got numb. When people were like, they would say, hey, such and such passed away or such and such got shot. It was just like, yep, that's kind of how it goes. That is fine. And it really is. I mean, you really are numb to it because I know you lost somebody really close to you like later in life. I mean, I imagine it's, it, it still hurts. You know, these are your best friends that you're growing up with. It's it mm. can't be it can't be easy to lose them one by one. Yeah, it is. It is. It's. I don't know. It's. It's just yeah, it's tough. <laughs> On a brighter note, man. Um, it, it still it had it had to be good, you know, to hear your coach, your boss, kind of, you know, appreciate you in that in that way, like you're not able to, you know, get the ball and score touchdowns every week and, you know, be maybe be that, that number two, number three receiver, you could be elsewhere, but all that stuff that we've talked about every episode, it is really appreciated behind the scenes, like the way you practice, mm. the, the, the leadership, the things you're saying to teammates, your perspective, um, all that matters. I mean, all that is a, a huge reason that the Buffalo Bills may be the best team in the NFL right now. It's a possibility. Like I said, I just go there, do my job, do my job, talk my crap, give out good field position, hopefully score a couple touchdowns here and there. Oh, and another thing, the Pro Bowl ballot did come out today. So for anybody, for everybody that's watching, well, well, I will be watching. Yeah, go ahead and take a vote. You know what I'm saying? I'm probably in a, a lot of categories, probably receiver, quarterback, <laughs> running back, return specialist, but I really want to be a Pro Bowl returner. So that was my goal for the season. And so far we're off to a decent start, but I want to keep it going. The fans do have a say, right? So uh, even though that, that flag might have been thrown in Nashville, that, that should count. Yeah. Right. Yeah, in people's yeah, minds yeah. when they when they <laughs> cast their ballot. We should count that one on one yard return. Yes, yes. So people probably see here on the screen too. I wanted to ask you about this receiver room. Um, 
you know, it's an interesting group and you've got a lot of characters, a lot of personalities. What's it really like inside that room with, with Diggs, with Sanders, with Beasley, with Davis, Kumaro, you know, everybody. Um, I imagine it could probably almost feel like a, uh, maybe like a, like a sitcom sometimes. It's got- definitely, a, it's definitely a sitcom. Definitely. Um, way we're way different than the DBs. Like the DBs are like, they're like not as fun as us. Put it that way. <laughs> like we got, we got different personalities. Uh, we got Diggs. You know, what I'm saying he's a he's a queen. He's the queen of you know the Madonna. <laughs> you know, so he's a you know he, he's in the fashion hygiene. All the stuff like it's like we kind of like go to him when we like, hey, like, yeah, you're looking good today. You know what I'm saying? You like this stuff like that. You know what I'm saying? But he's a he's a typical more receiver. You gotta give him some, you know. Then you got E, you know, the old guy, you know what I'm saying? He's I, I just found out last week he's the oldest wide receiver in the league. So oldest in the league. Is that true? Yeah, he's thirty four. Wow, I wouldn't so, guess that. So he like has all the wisdom to us. He does. You know what I'm when he comes to us, we like, oh man, uh, who's the old guy that's has a lot of wisdom? Uh, Dumbledore, maybe. Dumbledore is talking. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, we <laughs> say, oh, it's, uh, uh, the dude off the Ninja Turtles. Is it, uh, the, See, the now you're rat throwing off. references at me. I don't know the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> Sorry, the, the rat off the Ninja Turtles. The rat. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, I forgot. All right, but yeah, like we look at him as like you know, like this old guy that has a lot of wisdom and stuff like that. So that's that's kind of who he is. Um, he's Splinter, we've been told. Master Splinter, yes. Master Splinter. Okay. And he, he tries to stay hip, you know what I'm saying, stay on the, the fashion side of things and things like that. So, and then you have Gabe. Gabe, he's kind of like the chameleon. He adapts, saying he has his own personality, but he also adapts to everybody and stuff like that. But then you got, like, you got um, Kumaro, Kumro's quiet. Um, one thing he does, one thing he does um, that I notice, like every every like everything, like every meeting, like if he's just sitting there, it's like he has ADD. His his leg just twitches, like twitches the whole meeting. Like, Damn, Kumro, you okay? Like, but he's quiet. You know what I'm saying he does his job to the T. He's always focused. Every time I'm messing around, he's like, "Come on, man!" And I'm like, Kumro. Relax, relax. <laughs> <laughs> and you got Isaiah Hodgins, uh, Isaiah Hodgins, right? Um, you know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, I'm probably I'm his babysitter, number one. Um, family man, you know what I'm saying? He's always trying to get us to come to um, Bible study, you know what I'm saying? Chapel, you know I'm saying he's our, he's our, um, what do you call it? Um, Jehovah Witness. I call him Jehovah Witness. <laughs> he is okay okay no we, we we love him you know we love him like you know what I'm saying? like he like we come like we'll go to you know bible study or chapel with him and stuff like that yeah. so no oh, do you really that, yeah and then we go we go there with him and stuff and we we love the lord i'm saying we love i'm saying our lord and savior so but like he pushes it like he he's like yo we gotta get in there we gotta get in there 
And we're like, all right, I went yesterday, bro. Like, let me chill. <laughs> but um, yeah, but we love them though. Um, but I'm I'm not forgetting anyone, am I? Uh, I said Dave came E easily. Oh shoot, <laughs> vaccine boy. <laughs> bees, bees, bees. How do I forget bees? Bees. Slim Shady. Um, <laughs> hey, is this music good? Do you think it's good? No, bees music. It's good. It's very good. You know what I'm saying. Okay, I thought so too, but I'm not a yeah, connoisseur. It is good. Like he's he he's in love with it. Like that's that's his that's his go to. He's that guy. But um, bees. He's smooth criminal. You know what I'm saying like he may be like a little not on uh reverse Oreo. Like he's he white, but he has some he has some black in him. He he does. Um, yeah, but bees like you know I'm saying. There's like a hockey remember. player out there too without the tooth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's gonna get that fixed at the end of the season. But bees, I love bees. He's, he's my favorite player. I'm saying he's my favorite yeah. player. Him and Matt Milano. But like bees is the guy. You know what I'm saying on he has a swag on the field. He has a swag off the field. Like he's smooth as shit. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, bees is the, bees is like the smooth guy in there. You know what I'm saying it, it'll be like if we talking smooth. I'm going with bees out of all of us. He's very smooth. He's smooth. I like it. What? Well, yeah. Why do you love? Uh, Beasley so much. What about you know him as a person? I just like, feel like he's, he's cool. Like he's he's cool. He's a cool guy. You know what I'm saying like we obviously we the same height. He's way older than I am, but it's just like he's cool. Like on the field, like he has the moves. You know what I'm saying he yeah he, he taught me a lot on the field and off the field. He's a family guy. You know what I'm saying he has his kids. He has his wife. He comes in the building. He tells us his stories about his family and all that. He's a family man. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying everybody's every, often like all the receivers are you know family oriented dudes, but like just him in particular, like you know what I'm saying? He has all his family stories, he loves his kids, you know what I'm saying he goes for like he's just always happy, a fam, happy family guy. You know what I'm saying? I just I like that about him. Then on the field, he brings the swag, you know. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He uh he's an interesting guy. I mean, it seems like since we lasted the show too, he's been turning it on. So looks like himself again. You know, with, with Diggs, you call him the queen. Uh, the queen. He's, he's good. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing about the wide receiver position, though. Like, you're going to get you're gonna get that, right? You're going to get T.O. doing the push-ups in the driveway. Odell proposing to the kicker net. I mean, because he can only control what you can control. It's such a weird profession, I've always thought. Like, you, you can only take over a game if the ball's thrown to you. So, if you're, like, really, really talented like that, and, you know, he's in Minnesota, and they're becoming this run-first team. I mean, I can see where he'd clash with Mike Zimmer, knowing Zimmer. <laughs> it's a little – they got pretty old school, and he felt he was wasting away, and he gets to Buffalo. He becomes such a leader. But uh, are you somebody that maybe keep, keeps the the queen tendencies or whatever you want to call it? Prima Donna might yeah. be a little strong. But you're somebody that probably keeps him humble, I would think. Yes, yes. That's my job. That's one of my jobs. It's kind of like in my contract, but not in my contract. Like, <laughs> keep <laughs> keep Diggs calm. It's like, keep him level-headed. Because at the end of the day, we're going to need him. <laughs> so, like, that's my job. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? When things are getting rough with him, you know what I'm saying? If things you know, are not going his way, I'm like, hey, listen. This is what's going on. Uh, obviously, he curses me out. We yell at each other. And at the end of the day, we kind of, like, hash it out. Like, okay. 
You got what you wanted. I did my job. Lucky you level headed. Now you go do whatever you want. You know, so like that's how we use it. <laughs> when did that happen then? I mean, we can, we see the TV copy, so we can see, you know, there might be some frustration out there at times, but when was a time when you did kind of reel him in, help him out when he needed that? Um, I would have to say the Jaguars game. Jaguar game, he was kind of getting a little frustrated. You know what I'm saying? It was like things weren't going our way. You know what I'm saying? At the same time, things weren't going his way. You know what I'm saying? You know, for individuals, that, you know what I'm saying, in general, like things weren't going anyone's way. And I was trying to tell him that, like, listen, like things are not going our way in general. So, like, in order to get this thing kicking off, we need you to just chill. You know what I'm saying? So, like, you know what I'm saying? He wasn't getting the ball and we were, we, things were getting rough on offense. So, we was just like, we was trying to figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And and like in the more receiver, you say, like, yeah, we're trying to figure it out, but the the solution is him if you let him tell it. You know what I'm saying? Like any of the more I receive, like, I'm the solution, goddamn. I'm the solution. That's what they <laughs> so is it like we were trying to give him the ball? It's like we can't get you the ball that blitzing us, like Josh getting like sacked, like <laughs> we trying to we trying to work with you here, but you know what I'm saying? We can't right now, so just wait. And he's like, yeah, I get, yeah, you know what, you're right, man. I understand. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, he's like, he's mad, but he's not going to turn into a cancer where he's like cursing Josh out or coach out. Or, you know what I'm saying? He's going to, of course, he's going to be upset. Anybody, you know what I'm saying? Somebody, you know what I'm saying? Somebody has to be upset. Like, nobody can just be nice. You're absolutely right. I mean, I, I wouldn't want a team full of wide receivers that are all choir boys, right? That aren't that aren't yeah. saying boo. You know, I want a gnarly, pissed off dude who's ultra talented. You know, that's gonna like push. And that's kind of like the fine line there at that position. I mean, yeah. Odell Beckham isn't a Cleveland Brown anymore. There's probably a lot of factors that go into that, but we've seen guys maybe cross that line and it doesn't fit, and they do become a cancer. Mm-hmm. Um, they tried to make him that in Minnesota. The, the team, it, it, at least it seemed, uh, but he's in a good situation now. And you maybe like you're, you, it's not in your contract, like you said, but you can kind of help manage that to get get him on the right side of that line as, as much as mm-hmm. possible. Because so far, so good, it seems. Yeah, yeah, it's going, it's going well. And he's not, he's not the type of guy, like I said, he's not, a, he's not a cancer or anything. I mean, obviously, yeah. he just, he just feels a certain way. And we understand that. We all understand that. It's just like sometimes you just got to, like, hey, I know you feel the same way, but we're all trying to figure it out. And once we figure it out, we're going to get you the ball, all right? Just hang out. <laughs> you know, I talked to Chad Hall, your position coach, last year around this time, and he, he said that, like, you know, he, he challenged Diggs to be the leader of the room, to be the leader of the team vocally. He accepted it, embraced it, all that stuff. But, I mean, Ch- Chad's a big part of that room, too. It seems like you oh, guys yeah. just love him. I mean, you bought him a truck. Yeah. Chad's awesome. I've been here since Chad was an assistant, and then he became the receivers coach. But Chad's awesome. Chad understand he understands us. He's he's young, well, old but young, like 30, 33. So it's just like Chad understands us. He played in the NFL. You know what I'm saying he he was awesome in college, and so like he understands you know what we go through on a day to day basis. So when we get out there, he's like on our side most of the time. He's a players coach, but we love him. Yeah, Air Force, right? The foundation there. It's you played the mm-hmm. game. 
it's just different. You know, you, you know, his, his uh, resume, you don't really see that that often. All right. Well, we got a little time left. So why don't we uh, get to some questions here, Isaiah, what do you say? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. I threw it out there. Let's uh, one second. So Joe loyal, go long subscriber from day one at Buffalo wins. It's an interesting question here. Isaiah, he asked that uh, some people have, have accused Michael Jordan of befriending great players like Charles Barkley in the NBA because he wanted them to like him because he viewed it as if I'm trying to figure this out. I think his point here is like he viewed it, viewed the end game. If, if other star players liked him, that he might, it might help him out in the long run. Like it might, he might get an advantage over that player. If it's like a phony type of relationship, I think his question is like, do you see those kind of phony relationships in the NFL that people create star players create because they think it might give them an advantage on the field somehow? Um, I don't know. I, I, well, no, I, I, I don't see that. I, well, I haven't seen it. Like, I, I no, not no, sure. anybody's exchanging jerseys and all that. Uh, no, I don't think I have. I, I mean, I mean, everybody talks, everybody talks, but it's just like, I, I don't see that. I mean, maybe, um, like, I don't see it because I'm not looking for it or. Like I, I'm not sure. Like, I, I don't know how to answer that question. To be honest, all right. <laughs> I'm not sure either. I'll make sure I give Joe some hell here. All right, Breon. He asks, at any point, did a small part of you say to yourself, "Dawson Knox is going to have to score up for throwing me up in the air like a like a child"? <laughs> <laughs> well. I wasn't even expect, like, expecting that. So, like, when he grabbed me and, and like, went up, I'm like, oh, like, like I, I didn't know what to do. Like, I'm like, oh, shoot. I, I mean, Josh has done it. He did it last year when we played the Seahawks. He did it. And then Knox did it. And I'm like, ah, oh, shit. But, I, like, I don't, I, don't look <laughs> at it, I don't look at it as anything, you know, like, just, just help. Like, I get back to the ground safely. Like, I don't care. <laughs> You're very throwable, I guess, right? It's uh. Like you said, you're an yeah, easy yeah. target. You're light. Yeah. Toss you up. Yeah. And he probably, was, right. he probably was waiting to do that anyway. <laughs> Scott asks uh, who, who the best basketball player on the team is. Ooh. Ooh. The best basketball player on the team? Oh, man. It's going to be – it's going to have to be between Cole Beasley and Dane Jackson. Smaller guys. I thought you might go with like a power forward type, but that's interesting. What what kind of games do they have? They they know how to play basketball. Like they're they're good at basketball. Uh, Dane Dane he's good at basketball. Dane and then B's like yeah, they're both good at basketball. They Are you guys allowed to play during the season? Like, can you just play a pickup game if you want? No, I mean, not really. No, I don't yeah. think we should be, but like, I mean, it's not in our conscience. Like, hey, you can't play basketball, but we just never thought about it. <laughs> yeah, more of an off-season thing then, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Brother Bill, 716, he just says that he doesn't have a question. He just wants you to know he loves you. 
Appreciate it. I, I I actually see a lot of his tweets. A lot of people send it to me, <laughs> or I'm just like going. But I, I appreciate him a lot. He's a big, 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 big supporter. Man, he's hilarious. He's got some funny videos. <laughs> uh, and here's here's another one here. Uh, Mark Mark David, uh, another great uh, go long subscriber. Appreciate you, Mark. This is this is interesting. He goes. I was wondering if you could share how you personally react to the negativity and criticism that professional athletes like yourself sometimes encounter on social media. How do you handle the trolling and keep positive and upbeat when it's so toxic on social media? Um, you can't, I mean, I mean, I guess you just take it with a grain of salt, Sam, because you know, the people that are tweeting or putting out on Instagram, people on social media, like, most of the time probably don't know what they're talking about. You know what I'm saying? Or they don't like, so you just kind of like, well, these people don't know what they're talking about, whatever. And then some of them probably know what they're talking about, but they, you know what I'm saying? They, they'll never get a reaction. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, it, it goes both ways. You just kind of like, kind of like just forget about it. You probably read it or see it somewhere. Somebody send it to you. It's like, oh, whatever. It is what it is. I imagine you have to have a filter. I mean, if you if you took every single thing to heart, you drive yourself insane. I mean, you you, really, you just can't. It's just constant. Yeah. I would think. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 a part of. I mean, it's, I guess it's a part of the sports world. I'm saying. I mean, I'm not. I'm. If somebody was talking trash about me, I'm pretty sure somebody's talking trash about a soccer player in Spain. You know, like it's it's it just happens. It's just how it's supposed to be. All said, just just a couple more here. Uh, the Bills guys, and we've we've touched on this um, through a few episodes, but d- definitely worth digging into a little bit. They ask, "Do you feel like your role as the sole viable return man on the roster?" Something I remember back in March when we talked, and then Zoom happened. I mean, you wanted to be that returner, like that was a goal. But do you think that that has re- is a reason uh, that your role as a receiver has been re- reduced this season? Um. I have no idea. <laughs> I don't think so. It's just how, you know, things are going. You said we, uh, we're trying to get the run game going. You know, uh, we we do less, you know, spread stuff now. We try to, like, you know, I don't know, get everybody the ball. And I know I'm not the first person they think of when it comes to getting the ball. So it's just like I take what I can. So, I like, just like last year, you know, I wasn't the returner last year, but – I took what I could when I could. It just it looks different now because I'm the returner. You know what I'm saying? But I'm getting the same amount of snaps I did last year. Probably not getting the same amount of balls I did last year. But it just it's just like now I'm making plays as a returner. You know, a lot of people feel like okay, if he's making plays on the ball as a returner, then he should get the ball in his hands of the offense. Which, which, man, which is it's a value. That's that's valid, but. I'm not going to you know, sit here and scream and cry for the ball because I know I can get it as a returner now. So it hasn't been reduced. I have no idea, but I'm, I look like I'm getting the same snaps, the ball sometimes, but it is what it is. You know, I don't really care. That ball's coming out of the end zone on those kicks too. <laughs> <Right>? No questions <laughs> asked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Awesome. All right. Just, just a couple quick ones here, Isaiah. And thanks so much for, for doing this as always. Uh, Zach Presswood. Yes, he's curious to know if there are any teams that the Bills truly dislike or want to beat more than others, and why. 
Like if, if somebody you see on the schedule and you, you really want to kick their ass more than anybody else. Yeah, no, no. Every game, every game is the same. <laughs> really? That's not just every McDermott game, speak? Every game is the same. We going to treat every <laughs> game the same. I don't know. I see two New England games around the corner. They're looking pretty good right now. They're peaking. They are looking pretty good, you know. Bill Belichick has this thing where football doesn't start in, until November, I think. Or somebody said that. And I'm like, yeah, they so turned it on in November. <laughs> they so turned it on. So, yeah. but it Another looks, reason. But you know, the urgency also, kicks in. I'm sorry. They're also a division game. So, you I mean, obviously all the division games are important. You know saying you want to you know, stay at the top and, you know, stay in that race for the playoffs. But, you know what I'm saying, every game is the same. So you don't like look in that rear view mirror at all and see oh, Mac Jones is starting to look a little better. That defense is getting some pick sixes. Belichick's up to his old tricks again. It'd be, it'd be easy to do that. And I know Bill's fans are probably doing it after two decades of facing the Patriots. Well, of course. I mean, we, I mean, everybody sees it. Everybody sees it. they're playing well. You know what I'm saying? They're, you know what I'm saying they started rough in the beginning and now they're, you know, they're hitting shots. But I'm not saying that at the same time. I mean, I wouldn't say we're playing our best ball either. So eventually we're going to turn this thing up as well. And it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a good fight. Well said. All right, let's end it with this. What's your favorite Thanksgiving food? Always controversial. Um, always controversial. Uh, Yeah, I don't have a favorite Thanksgiving food. Brother. Nothing. Turkey, mashed potatoes. It's, it's, uh, nah, I feel like I eat it all, but I would say, like, if we're talking just foods and desserts, that all goes in one category. I'm going to say Super Saiyan Pie is my favorite on Thanksgiving. Okay. Would Grandma, would she uh, fix something up for the, the whole fam back in the day? Did you have any uh, traditions? Yep. No, we didn't have any. We just, we just made food and people came over. The neighbors came over or whoever came over and ate. Saying because you know she makes good food, so that's kind of how it went. The neighbors were like family, so they come over and it was an apartment, so it was just like a door door down. You know, you come over and eat. <laughs> so that's how it was. I like it. Hey, any thoughts on the Colts before we sign off? I mean, they they're, they're probably better than their five and five record. Would suggest yeah, they've had some close uh, losses. Very, very good team. Very good team. Very good team. They're gonna they're gonna want a little revenge, I would think. You know, back at uh, a yeah. high mark. They had a good. They had a. They had a good. They got a good run game. Defense is playing well. Taking getting takeaways. They got a returner, Naheem Hines. Good special teams. Isaiah Rogers. They're, they're a solid team. They're a very good team. Uh, like you said, the record doesn't show, but like. They got back to five hundred. It's kind of tough when you go what they were. Were they one and four? I think, I yeah. think they started off one and four, and they get back one to five hundred. So hey, pretty good team. All right, I think that's going to do it for this episode of the Isaiah McKenzie Show. Um, go long, go long. TD.com, all the episodes right there. We're doing the zooms here with the help of Brinks TV. Uh, cannot thank everybody enough for listening watching we're uh we're, we're at the about about the halfway point i think so we, we've got two more live shows a few more zooms uh, isaiah 
thanks for being phenomenal, man. That was that was, that, that might have been about our best one yet. I think, man, that story. Holy cow! Thank, thanks for sharing <laughs> that with everybody here. Hey, no, appreciate it, brother. And remember, and, uh, I gotta also say, remember, Pro Bowl ballot is out. Make sure you guys go. That's vote. right. <laughs> You heard it. You heard it from the man himself. You can vote Isaiah McKenzie into the Pro Bowl, however, wherever. Is it, I don't even know. Is it in? It's in Hawaii again, right? Or is it down in Orlando? No, I don't even. Oof. To be honest, I have no idea. Hopefully, yeah. I get to go and see where it is. I don't even want to know where it's at now. Now, I want to keep it interesting. <laughs> so if I go, I'll be like, oh, okay, where am I going? <laughs> there you go. I'm gonna figure it out. Somebody might see it, but I, I, I prefer not to know. Well, hey, thank, thanks so much, everybody. We'll uh, we'll catch you next time.